Welcome to the Unsophisticated Palate, a podcast about all things wine, beer, and spirits. Thank you for joining us each week as we have drunk and delved into different alcohol-related topics. I'm Mark. And I'm Jen. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Oh, I was going to try to make a noise. It didn't work. Mm. Oh, I'm too busy oh, sipping. Um, that was, oh, man. But this is, yeah, too thick of a glass to clink. It's too close. And I really thought it was going to hit the, because we're, you know, doing this on Zoom, I thought it was going to hit the computer just right. But nope, all you got to see was the glass and no noise here. Oh, well, I don't know if that's quite a cheer sound. That's more of an no, I'm angry. more of a, I'm just putting my glass down. But what we're drinking is freaking fantastic. Mark, this, what are we drinking today? This is delicious. Okay, and, and I have to do this. So I have to apologize to everybody now and then. I, I was going to say, hmm, is this going to come up? And then in this moment, I'm just, I just know it's going to happen. Okay. So you know what we're drinking today? What are we drinking today? Tequila! Actually, the sad thing is, I didn't know it was coming. I'm actually disappointed in myself that I did not know that the song was coming. But what I do know is that there are going to be some horrible pronunciations of words. Yes. And perhaps some, I don't know if you're going to try to use accents. I don't know what you're going to do. I I don't know what's coming. (laughs) And I am equally excited and frightened. Maybe as much as possible, I will say the Spanish. I'm fine with that because I actually thought some of these, if I tried to pronounce them. I want you to try. I want you to try something. I almost feel like it would be offensive. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, you're just going to try this. Most of them are phonetic. That is actually, and, and a lot of these, I kind of know because I've heard them. So what, you know, we'll give it a okay. go and we'll so, see what happens. Okay. Can we just help? We're, we are going to be talking not just about tequila though, though. We're also going to be talking about mezcal today. You know, should we just dive into that now? Let's just dive right in. Let's well, just dive right in. Okay. We're going like to dive we need right a little in. explanation on that. So go for it, Mark. Well, <clears throat> okay. So what I've got <laughs> is here's the way it was explained. And then I'm going to explain it away. I think that really makes sense (laughs) so all tequila is mezcal but not all mezcal is tequila ding 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 ding. and to me i'm like that's great but you just told me nothing (laughs) so uh with a little bit more work mezcal is fermented agave juice and we'll talk about agave Mm-hmm. uh in what it is and how it grows and all that other fun stuff because i've i learned a ton about that uh so it's the fermented agave juice um and so it can be pretty much any fermented agave juice then you've got the all hallowed blue agave which again we'll cover fear not listeners <laughs> um uh <laughs> But tequila is a minimum of 61% blue agave. And if you want the good stuff, and again, we'll talk about this too. We'll talk about this probably early because a lot of you may be like me and going like tequila. Why am I listening to a podcast about tequila? It's what I threw up to in high school and college, but we're going to get there. Um, The good stuff is 100% blue agave. So if you've got at least 61% blue agave, then you have tequila. If you've got less than that, or if you have any other agave juice from any other agave plants, then you've got mezcal. Yes. However, I do have one thing to say. You said fermented. And yes, however, it has to be distilled because there are other um, types of agave spirits that are fermented, but they are not types of mezcals like there's this one called pulque and it's not considered a mezcal because it has not been distilled so there are so the types of there are these different types of mezcals like tequila so there's um uh something called satol there's something called um bonacor or bacanora there's ricea which i've actually tried because mm-hmm. i wanted to taste it not i was not a fan <laughs> and um, I'm told a lot of those are are definitely an acquired taste. They are. And it was just, it was to me really strong, which I know some of you are probably thinking, well, tequila strong, but we're going to get to that too. 
But polke is the difference between polke and a mezcal or all the different varieties of mezcal is that it is fermented, not distilled. That is the difference between mezcal and tequila. So before we talk too much more though, I've got to make the argument, which I got to be honest, it's a little surprising I'm making this argument, but making the argument for tequila, because I have up until leaving a few years ago, not been a tequila fan. My personal opinion on tequila is why are you drinking it? Why does it exist? You know, maybe it's cheap and easy to get when you're young. And that's about its only purpose in this world. Mm -hmm. A few years ago, I I made that comment. We were uh, sitting at a bar having dinner. um, And the person next to me overheard me saying that. And, and I think that's how it went down. Or maybe they were just ordering a tequila and it was super fancy. And I don't know. Anyway, something went down and I made a comment or, or something. I mean, not a mean one, but they were like, well, have you ever had a good tequila? Whatever. And I was like, well, I don't know. I haven't had tequila in years and years and years. And they're like, try this. And I took a sip and I was just like, oh, <laughs> this is probably why people like tequila. Because we're not talking about the... And, and we'll get into the different types and kinds and everything else, but we're not talking about the stuff you drank in right. your younger days, the right? The stuff that people are taking shots of. Yes. A good <laughs> tequila, you should never be taking a shot of. No. And it is, you know, what in the less, lesser, let's put it that way, the lesser ones, there's that burn, there's the alcohol, there's not a lot of taste, there's nothing. The one that I am drinking today as a gift from you, Jen, that you brought yes. back from Mexico. Thank mm-hmm. you. You are so welcome. Amazingly. I mean, it is smooth. Mm-hmm. There's no burn. It's got this just a taste and flavor to it. And again, this, I, I don't think I drank tequila again after that until you brought this back from Mexico. And now I would actually consider myself as long as it's this quality, right. a tequila drinker. And it's, again, it's just two very different things. So if you're only experienced knowledge, thoughts, everything in your head about tequila says garbage or, or burns or harsh flavor or any of that, you need to step back, get a friend and get a good quality tequila and try it. And then if you don't like it, fine. But I think you, like me, will just be shocked and surprised. I agree 100%. Uh, I'll talk more about this when we get deeper into the tequilas and the types. But I have two brothers, both of them huge tequila fans. And they've been trying to get me to drink tequila for a while. And it wasn't really until this trip to Mexico where I did this actual tequila tequila tasting. That's actually kind of hard to say. Say that five times I know, right? (laughs) Um, That I discovered really what kind of tequila I liked. And I... I will talk more about that, but, um, and I was like, and since then, I mean, I am just like kind of obsessed. <laughs> like yeah. I instead, sometimes instead of having a glass of wine, I pour myself a tequila on the rocks. Yeah. And, and would you ever like, imagine yourself no, doing that? Never, ever. Yeah. Nope. And, and I'm not going to lie. Like my bottle is dwindling, like at, to the point, I mean, and this stuff, like you have to order special, like you can't just get this, this particular tequila that I'm drinking you have to order from a special place because they don't sell it at like total wine. Not that you can't get great like tequilas at your local like liquor store, but like this particular one that I'm drinking now that I'm so in love with, you have to order from like a specialty store. Yeah. And that's the same one I'm drinking here. And I got to admit again, I I'm sure that there's a lot and and it's time to explore. I'm sure there's some great top quality ones you can get there, but this is just like next level. It really is. Love it. Now, you know what? Let's get the mezcal out of the way. Okay. And then we can focus, focus on the tequila. The the How's that? Our fave. Let's do that. All right. Fans, uh, you're just listening on the fly as we are think, figuring this thing out. <laughs> I think one of the interesting things about mezcal is how it's made um, because it's different than how tequila is made. And so some of the stuff is kind of similar. Like they have to harvest the agave. But one thing, I don't know if you saw this, they use a machete to get to the hearts of the agave. Um, and then these hearts, which are kind of like the size of pineapples, apparently, um, and it's actually referred to as the pina, um, are roasted, but they're roasted underground. And that's actually a distinction between 
tequila and mezcal or yep. like actual mezcal um is it's roasted underground for several days and then it's milled in um on this like machine and then it's placed into these vats to ferment actually to determine the alcohol content they use these um <laughs> these cane stalks to blow bubbles into it and see what happens and if it the quickly dissipate if it has quickly dissipating bubbles it has a higher alcohol content interesting isn't that i know kind of i had no idea super old school um and a true mezcal is made with 100 agave a true mezcal um and you know that one of the things that really distinguishes mezcal is the smokiness and yes that's, that's what i've one heard of the reasons have you ever tasted mezcal I think I have, but again, it's been a long time because yeah. you know, it's been honestly probably a decade or two since I had. Well, it wasn't very popular here until recently. Um, and it's just becoming popular. And I mean, I would say only in the last like couple of years, probably it's become popular in the United States is my guess, maybe last few years, but it's super smoky. And at first I actually hated it. Like I hmm. didn't like it. And then kind of like tequila, it was finding a mezcal I liked. So they're not all as smoky. Like they are, they're different varieties and kind of like different types of tequila. There are different types of mezcal. Um, and when we go through the different types of tequila, you know, we'll, we'll you talk know, about that. They, yeah. they, they basically they're the same types, but for mezcal and, um, it's kind of figuring out which ones you like. And, um, then they make these amazing cocktails with them and you're like, but you drink it differently than you drink tequila. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but you get the smokiness from it being cooked underground. That is so interesting. I know. Yeah. And the different levels of smoke. And I think that that's it. That, that was making me think of like a scotch or something where it's like, there's super smoky, super mm -hmm. peaties. And then there's yeah. peaties. That's the word I'm, I'm yeah, going with it now. Yeah. <laughs> peatiness. I actually, I said PTs, not peatiness, oh. but we're going to pretend I said peatiness. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. You good. All right. <laughs> Editing uh, yeah. or not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's staying. Um, it all stays. Uh, anyway. So, um, you know, so again, it's just finding that one that you like, that's got more smoke, less smoke, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, I will have to experiment a little bit with mezcal is, is what I'm learning from that. And then also, I guess while we're talking about mezcal, should we, we need to talk about the worm. Talk about because it. If you are drinking anything that has a worm in it, you are not drinking tequila no tequilas have, unless something's popped out very recently, has a worm in it. Uh, so you would be drinking a mezcal if you were having anything with a worm in it. And the worm is actually not a worm. It is a moth larva that actually lives on the specific agave plant. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's also never in a quality mezcal. <laughs> um, so if you're looking for quality anything, if you don't want to be like, you know, if you're not going for the show and you're not going for cheap, then avoid the worm. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, but that said, I mean, of course you can eat it or drink it or whatever you want. And the kind of the theory about how the worm ended up in there or larva uh, is it's really about showing how strong it actually is because the alcohol is so strong that it can preserve and pickle that, uh, that larva, which otherwise would just gross decompose into your beverage <laughs> so anyway that that's that's the other thing i i had to, since we're talking about mezcal and that is mezcal specific there's your worm i have something to tell you uh-oh did you drink so, you the know, worm no okay so, you know um when i gave you your christmas present i gave you those glasses yes which I, i'm drinking I it out of salt, are amazing right? and the salt yes um so that salt is called sal de gusano and do you know what it is? I've already partaken of a lot of it. I'm afraid of, I want to know what it is. I mean, I have it too. And it's delicious, right? Yes. Oh, it, it's great. It totally steps up. It's got a little spice and kick to it. And you put it on the edge of the glass. Or... Um, it's agave worms. It's agave worm salt. You shouldn't have told me. Uh, actually, I'm going to drink it anyway, because it was delicious. But, Let's I be mean, honest. You know what's funny is I actually didn't realize it until much later, I all of a sudden was looking at the bottle and I was like, huh, gusano, gusano, that means worm. That means worm. And then I was like, no, 
no. And then I looked it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what this is. That is what this is. And I'm like, you're not telling Mark. But then I figured, I'm going to save it. Just bring it on that him. Bottle, I'm going to tell him he's been eating that. I mean, I love it. I actually sometimes sprinkle it on my eggs, which I know is not the way you're supposed to do it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, again, the flavor in that is know, phenomenal. And it, Who would have known? I mean, that's one of those things where it's like, as if you are just don't know what you're having. Anyway, sometimes it's better. Know. Guys, Mark, Mark's a worm eater. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm back in grade school or something. Mark's a worm eater. Yeah, he's so grody. Um, <laughs> All right. So let's move on. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, I do. Do you guys want, do you want to learn some special, um, mezcal terms? Yeah. Throw them out okay. there. So someone who makes the de- mezcal, like the distiller, they're a mezcalero. Ooh, I like it. Try to say it. <laughs> me- me- mez- mezcalero. Mezcalero. <gasps> yeah. Mezcalero. That was good. Right, see, yeah, okay. if I don't try. Yeah. Uh, palenque. Palenque. Yeah. That is a mezcal dis- distillery. Okay. And then Espadín, that's the most cultivated variety of um, agave for mezcal. Kind of like me, highly cultivated. That's exactly what I was thinking when I said it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> highly cultivated. <laughs> or not. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Mezcal has become so popular in the United States. They're anticipating that there's going to be a shortage. I have heard that. And there's, there's a, um, a disease that's kind of raging and there's a few other things going on. So I didn't hear that. What's about, what's this about the disease? Uh, it's attacking the agaves. And so they're having a shortages. So there's a few different things kind of going on down there. Thus, if you've been seeing your tequila, if you are a tequila drinker and you appreciate it the way we now do, you're seeing prices most likely rise and quantities are getting a little harder to get a hold of. And that's supposed to be potentially why. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a bad time for us to hop on the bandwagon. Eh, that's that's par for the course for me. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So super interesting. So, you know, all right. Savor every sip, savor every sip. Yes. Now let's talk a little bit because we've mentioned this numerous times. And this is a fun fact that I found out that I did not know you Mm -hmm. probably knew, but I did not know that an agave is not a cactus. I, I actually didn't know that until we were researching this. Yeah. Cause you always hear, Oh, tequila is made out of cactus and it's cactus. And, and, I don't know where that came from or why. I mean, I, I think well, the plant kinda, well, looks a little cactus-esque. It, yeah, it yeah. looks like a cactus or a succulent kind of plant. Yeah, yeah. But it's Pretty. actually from the lily family and it is a, a flowering plant. So yeah. uh, it you are not drinking cactus don't let or cacti, cacti. There we go. Don't let anybody tell you different. They take eight to 12 years to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh they grow up to seven feet tall, and then they have this like flower that comes shooting out like every 10 years or something like that. The flower can grow up to like 30 feet high, and so it gets kind of crazy, but um, don't want the flower to grow because you mentioned that heart or pina, huh? and they call it a pina because yeah. like you said, it looks like a, a pineapple. Huh? That's really what they want. And when the flower grows, it takes all the juice mm. um, out of that heart. And therefore, you don't have a good agave plant that you can use the juice from. Right. And do you know what the the unfermented agave juice is called? Um, I do, but I forgot. I have it somewhere. Tell me. It starts with an M. Agave meal, male, M-I-E-L. And it's honey meal. water. Meal. It's meal. 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 Yeah. So honey water. So basically the agave juice is honey water. And the word agave, it means, uh, they believe the roots of it is uh, from Greek, where agave means illustrious. Because these plants, they grow kind of super crazy. And they have the mother plant and then the children plants. And like the children plants grow off the mother plant and they kind of cut them off and then grow all the other ones off of it. So they don't actually grow them from seeds. They kind of like harvest the pieces and stuff. And so it's a very hardy, fast growing, illustrious plant. I love it. 
I actually did not know that. You taught me something today. Fun facts. Where yeah. do they grow though, Jen? Especially, let's be specific. Oh, the- The uh, blue it, agave. Let's actually, let's talk about blue agave. Are we agave. talking about like, if it is a tequila, where does it have to grow? Like what well, region? That's where I was leading to, but I think first we've talked about agave. We should probably explain what a blue agave is. It's blue. <laughs> <laughs> it has a slight bluish hue to it. Mm -hmm. uh, it was Webster, I think was the, uh, it was a Dr. Webster. I don't think he was a doctor doctor. He was a, like a PhD doctor. Um, and this was like a long time ago. That just reminds and me of Ross Geller. Did you, you watch Friends, right? Oh, of course, yes. And he would always call himself Dr. Geller. And he was like, I'm Dr. Geller. Yes, and everyone Sorry. gave him grief about for not yes. really being a yeah. doctor. Yep. Sorry. Sorry, all you PhDs out there. Jen is judging you. Yeah. <laughs> I am not judging you. You're the one who said he's not a real doctor. Well, I said he's a... I, oh, I did say, say that, Ross didn't Geller I? Would disagree. Ross Geller would disagree. I did say that. Okay. So I apologize then to all the PhDs out there. Thank um, you. I appreciate that. Yes. Call yourself a doctor. I would. I'll tell you that straight up. If I had a PhD. I mean, I just got my master's and I was trying to get everyone to call me Master Z. I like it. I know. All right. I would call, call you Master Z. It's not gone well. It has not gone well. Yeah. Actually, as I see, it would sound really weird if I started calling you Master Z. I know. It actually... Now that someone else is saying it, it does sound kind of weird. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll circle back around on that. Maybe we'll come up with something yeah. else. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Um, keep going. Anyway, so he discovered this variation of the agave plant that actually he had or felt or discovered anyway, uh, you know, quote unquote discovered because it had been there for thousands upon thousands of years before he ever got there. And all of the indigenous people had been using it for thousands and thousands of years before he got there. But um, he got in there, he called it the blue agave. And, and again, he recognized that this gave the best results. So you got the best juice, the, the best everything out of it, and were able to distill it into become the, the better alcohol. And so that's kind of how that came about to be. So and, and there is a difference, again, as we've talked about, uh, if you taste something that is the blue agave and you taste any of the others, uh, you will taste a difference. And it's just, it's, it's a little more floral. I think it's a little sweeter. I don't know. I, I don't have enough expertise to say I'm going off of some of the notes that I've read. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely want to go and chase this down a little bit, but talk to anybody who knows anything about tequila. And, and if it's not blue agave and they're not a mezcal drinker, then they don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, so like wine, tequila has these denominations, like this origin thing going on. And in order to be a true tequila, it has to either be from Jalisco, Nayarit, Tamaulipas, I probably said that wrong, Michoacan, Guanajuato, um, one of those places. Those are the only tequilas that are actually allowed to be called tequila. So that's it. If you is made somewhere else. It is not a tequila, not yeah. a true tequila. Um, and actually there are, oh, where do I have it? Certain things on the label that might be helpful. You know, let's let you talk know about them. What you're, what you're looking at. Um, if it's, you know, well, whether you're looking at a label that says Spanish, I'm going to, I'm going to give the Spanish and the English because, you know, you never know what you're going to find on a bottle, yes. you know, the type or typo. And that lets you know what type you're going to have. And we'll talk more about type in a second, but it might be a Blanco, a Reposado, an Añejo, one of those many. I mean, that's just a few. So that tells you what type of tequila you're drinking. Um, then it has the purity. And so if it doesn't say hundred percent agave, it could be, you know, mixed with something else. And I'm, I mean, I don't know. It's if a mixed Right. It's called a mixto. And so that's when sometimes it'll have like extra sugars in it. Um, basically if it isn't hundred percent agave, guarantee yourself a hangover. <laughs> Ouch. Well, I mean, honestly, like that's the stuff that ends up messing with you. I, I, that is true. They not, add colors, I they am, add sugars, they add the, the caramel color, they add the sugars, they add all the stuff that really makes you feel poopy. Yeah. And if it is hundred percent blue agave, they also actually it's, it is only blue agave juice and a natural yeast. 
So these other ones will will use a commercial yeast or other yeast too. So I could definitely see where again that that's going to make a big difference in in the quality of whatever you're drinking and how you're going to feel when you're done drinking it. Yes. Right. Um I will t- and I'll go through some of the other stuff on the bottle in a second, but I will tell you this, since I started drinking the good stuff, zero hangovers. Yeah. There you and, go. I mean, better than good wine even. Like I can have yeah, I'll have a couple glass couple glasses of good wine and sometimes I'll still have a little headache sometimes. Um, but <laughs> with good tequila, I feel great the next day. It is, I don't know what it is. It is like a magic drink. And I said it to my older brother and he's like, I've been trying to tell you this for years. <laughs> drink the good tequila. By the way, I just have to do a little shout out. It is my older brother's birthday today. And um he is a huge tequila lover. So Nick, this is for you. Cheers. Cheers to Nick. Cheers, Happy Nick. Birthday. Um, okay. So NOM, that's the distiller's registration number. They're required to have that. It doesn't indicate their quality, but, um, if it has CRT, that is the registration, uh, it's, a indicates the tequila regulatory council. And it, that means they've certified it. So if it has CRT, that means it's been certified. It's not a guarantee, but then it's actually proof that you're holding a legit tequila. So if it has CRT on it, it is legit. It says echo in Mexico or in Mexico. This just means it's made in Mexico. Uh, Which it should be if it's tequila. If it says tequila and made anyplace else. Yeah. If it says tequila, they're lying to you. In the USA, that's not a real tequila. Yep. We've already told you it has to be made in one of those places to be a true tequila. Um, uh, an actual tequila. Uh, DOT is the origin number. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and then there's a brand name, obviously. So anyway, those are some things that you're going to find on the label of your tequila. And I find all of these on this label that I'm looking at here. Yeah, I know. I was actually like checking them off as you were going. I'm like, oh yeah, it has that, yeah. it has that, it has that. Pretty cool, huh? Oh, and this yeah. one is made in Jalisco. Is yours in, Hali- in Jalisco also? It must be, it's the same one. Yeah, yeah, Jalisco, which yeah. is the, the it's kind of a, the, a state basically down in Mexico. And that's yeah. the region or area or region, I guess maybe region um, is a better way to say it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's where... I think it's like 95% of tequila is coming out of that area there. Well, I want to put a, throw a fun fact out there. Oh yeah, um, do it. And we've talked a little bit about, and uh, the, and then I think we should jump into the types unless you got anything oh, else yeah, to, no, to cover. Do it. Um, but we've talked about the heart or pina of the agave plant. And you're thinking, Oh, it looks like a pineapple and it's called a heart and it's kind of cute. And I'm looking at it like a pineapple or, or maybe, I don't know, watermelon kind of a thing. They're actually 60 to 120 pounds each, mm-hmm. and they can be up to 200 pounds. So these are not like cute little pineapple things. These are like, you know, <laughs> you're getting a team of people to lift and carry these things around. That's insane. Like, yeah. that's massive. Yeah. And that's got to be well, commitment. Like, you know, the first people who are making those are just like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to haul this thing over here. What I think is amazing is who figured out if I cut this out of this plant and I get this juice out of it, I'm going to be able to make this amazing alcohol. Like it's just. Well, and to get the juice, they put the, like you're saying with the mezcal, they, they put it in the ground and burn it there yeah. for tequila. They usually put it in these large concrete ovens where it cooks for 24 to 48 hours. And it's actually, yeah. they like cram them in there. So it's like a pressure kind of cooker thing. And so it more steams them yeah. more than anything else. So all the juice flows out the bottom. Um, and then that's where they get the juice. And again, like, I mean, I've got this big old giant thing. I've got this concrete oven. Let me just throw it in there right? and see what I mean, happens. I mean, it's amazing when you think about it, it's like, wow, who came up with this? It's, I mean, I'm looking out, not that I have a lot of plants outside my house, but I'm looking outside my house and thinking there's nothing out there that I would think, huh, I can make alcohol out of that. All right. So let's talk about the, the, the yes. types. Uh, there's, I got four kind of primary types. I have five. Uh, you've got, oh, geez, I'm missing something. So why don't you go? Do you have Blanco? I have Blanco color? or okay. Silver. So yeah, okay. so that that to me is okay. a Blanco. I've heard both Blanco and Silver. Okay, so they're so the now, same thing. Okay, so do you want to say what it is? I have it as it's clear and unaged tequila. So basically yeah. straight out of the, the distill. It's a distilled in a copper pot two times. Um, and that is, if this is what you have to drink, uh, everything I've seen, it's best used as a mixer. This is not a sipping 
alcohol, this or tequila. It's not something you're going to enjoy like what we're enjoying here. This is like put it in a margarita and right. you know jazz it up. Totally. And interestingly, I thought that that was my favorite type of tequila before I went to Mexico. Mm. But also I wasn't just sipping tequila. I was having margaritas. So I didn't know any better, you know, yeah. really. And so, um, and not to say that there aren't good, I mean, they're great uh, Blancos out there. You know, you yeah. can have your hundred percent agave, you know, whatever, but it's not the same as some of the other ones we're about to talk about where you just sit there and sip it and you're like, oh. But I can see when you're putting it in a margarita, do you think it's good? And again, use the word like silver and you're like, oh, it's silver must be good. Right. But it's actually the bottom rung. I liked the idea of it being clear because I thought, oh, well, there's nothing added to it. Ah, Okay. That was my idea in my head because I always thought, oh, I heard that they add the caramel color. This is not what I didn't know because I was not well versed with all the information that I have now was, well, really those other ones have the caramel color because they're mixtos, you know, like they have, but you can have the caramel color and have it be an amazing tequila like what we're it, drinking now. Yeah. It comes from the aging, like, like a, a whiskey or anything else does. It's originally clear. You age it in that barrel. It's going to get that dark, good caramely color. Exactly. So. Do you have right, so what else? or gold? Uh, I have gold. Uh, oh, uh, what I was called. Oh, Hoven. Oh, I was going to say Joven. Hoven avocado. That's what I said. It's called, uh, means young and smooth, mm, which yeah. makes it sound much better. <laughs> By the way, did you see me refill? I did. And actually it didn't make me feel that bad about the fact that I'm going to need to refill here in another yeah. second. Well, do you want to well. refill it? I'll, I'll talk about what Hoven or gold tequila is. Yes, please. Okay. So they're usually unaged and they're, and because, and Hoven means young, like, like Mark was saying, and they're, they can be mixtos. Um, that have been colored or flavored with the caramel um, or oak extract or syrup or other additives. So that's going to be some of the um, less expensive tequilas that you find, the ones that you'll see people taking shots of and then the slice of lime and all that. So like those gold tequilas are a lot of the popular ones that you hear about. I don't, I mean, should I say what they are? Like Nah. If you want to, we can name brand. But again, if it's if it's like um, the but you know you you know what I'm talking about. It's like yeah the yellow tequilas that you see, um that are popular and not that expensive. Yeah. So don't be fooled by and this is again I, what I find interesting is the two lowest rungs of the ladder is silver and gold, which right I always heard gold or you know it must so be you good. Be gold, you'd be like, hey, yeah, yes. Um, do you have reposado? I do. Okay. Do you want do you want me to talk about it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so that's what I'm drinking right now. Um, reposado means rested, and these are aged in wood casks for at least two months, and some of them are aged for like up to nine months. A year max, right? Year, yeah. Um, so can I, let me tell you a little story about reposado. Uh-oh. So when I was in Mexico, um, I knew that I wanted to get my younger brother because his birthdays, I was there in November and I wanted to get my brother, um, his birthday's in December, his young, my younger brother. And I knew I wanted to get him tequila for his birthday. And so I called him and I was like, Hey, what, what's your favorite kind of tequila? I know you like really good tequila. And he said, Reposado. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. And so when I went to do the tequila tasting, um, Carla, my favorite tequila lady, she became <laughs> one of my, my little buddies. Um, I told her, you know, I really would like to taste some reposados. You know, my, I, that's what my brother really wants. I had no idea. I had no idea what, rep- it tastes like caramel almost. Like, it's like, I have never tasted tequila like this. I had no idea it could taste like this. I took one, so I tasted maybe... This is not the one I got him because I ended up getting him actually one that was more expensive than this because I ended up doing birthday and Christmas together. The one I got him, he has had a lot of great tequilas in his life. And he said, other than this one bottle that's $300, this is the best. The one I got him was the best tequila he's ever had. Wow. And yeah. I don't know that I've ever had Resposado tequila. So I'm yeah. going to need to well, explore that a little and bit. And the one I got you is delicious as well. Well, because that one's coming up in a second. So I ended up tasting a bunch of reposados and then some of the types that type that you had as well. And 
I was just blown away because I was like, I didn't even know tequila could have this flavor profile. It was just, seriously, it tastes like vanilla and caramel and it's so, there's no bite. There is no burn, no bite. There's none of that like, ah, when you're done drinking it that you get when you have the cheap stuff. And so I didn't actually buy this for myself. I was so stupid. I didn't buy any for myself when I was in Mexico. That was stupid. Sorry, Jen. Oh, actually, I bought a tiny bottle, this tiny, tiny bottle. um, And I drank that within three days of being home. And (laughs) then I was like, okay, well, I have to order more for myself. And then I ordered, had to order it from a specialty store, but which is fine. But anyway, Reposado, I mean, I'm, I'm hooked, like hooked. And I'm going to say the name because I feel like this one I can put out there. Yes. Like, you know, they should know the brand is Chula, Chula Parada, Chula Parada. I should know about it. That's the brand I'm drinking. It's a different type, but I, again, blown away and I highly recommend it as well. And I'm going to check out the Resposado, Reposado, Reposado, Reposado. Yeah. I will quit speaking. (laughs) I'm going to try that version out because that's sounds amazing. So the next two types I have are Añejo and then extra Añejo. So do you, you might just have one of them. Yeah. I just have the Añejo. Okay. So, but what you're drinking right now is extra Añejo, right? It is. Yes. Okay. Well you talk about Añejo and then I'll talk about what extra Añejo means. Yeah. Cause I'm interested in what makes it extra because I've okay. got a, a couple facts around this. So uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to say what Añejo is. Then I want to hear what the extra uh, it's, is. It's Añejo. Like, Añejo? Like- yeah, Añejo, that's good. Okay. Um, and so then we'll see if it, it, if it aligns with some of the, the research okay. that they did. So this will be interesting. So uh, that, that word, Añejo, Añejo? Yeah, yeah, that okay. was good, the first time. Stands for, oh, yeah, the first time. <laughs> Stands for, or means old. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's why you left that for me, I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. I mean, I didn't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, so this is age. So it's, it's like the, the, um, Resposado was, uh, Reposado. I'm butchering these words. Anyway, that's up to a year. So this one is a year to four years. So it's aged. It's had some time to sit in those barrels, get all that yummy flavor and do all the good things that it's supposed to do. And because I did not know about the extra, um, mm-hmm. I believe that this was like the top level and the one to kind of the one you should be going to if you're looking for, uh, again, the good stuff. Um, but that's before I had your testimonial <laughs> on the Resposado. So we'll see. But so tell me about the extra. So then. Ex- what what so makes extra it extra? Means um, it's like extra age. So that's over four years in ba- in barrels. And so they are more rare and they tend to be more expensive. Interesting. Well, you're welcome. Well, and I thank you. <laughs> no, kidding. 100% <laughs> thank you. Because, but it's very interesting because again, this is amazing. But what I had read was that um, it stops improving, like like a lot of things, like like your scotches, your whiskeys, and stuff. Yeah. It's like the old longer it sits in the barrel, the better it's supposed to be, and mm-hmm. and 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 everything else. It improves with age, but not only did does according to the source I had, tequila stop improving at four years. It can start to degrade after that, and actually is not as good. This bottle disproves that point. I'll yeah, tell you right now. I don't now. know. I mean. I have not heard that, so I'm not sure, but I have no idea. We're calling that fake facts. Fake, fake, fake facts. Because I I have the truth right here that yeah, I'm drinking, I mean, and it is yeah. amazing. Well, I think your next bottle, you should try um, Reposado for sure, just to, just to, so you can see what the difference is. I will. I definitely I will, like 100%. It. Um I do have another fun fact, and then I want to see if you have anything else on just tequila in general. And then I want to go into a couple of fun cocktails that yeah, you can make with it. I have awesome. no other fun facts. I just want to go into cocktails after this. Okay. And I don't know if this is a fun fact. This is, I'm going to put this as a helpful fact because yeah. this actually tells me I need to make this here bottle go away really quick uh-huh. because unlike many other alcohols where after you've opened it, 
it's going to be good for at least a year um, mm-hmm. and then start aging. And by the time you hit two, three, four years, you know, then you'll start to see the quality degrade. Uh, tequila, you should drink within one month after opening. No way. Yes. Uh, according to this, Whoa. this was from a top tequila expert. And they said that it will, again, unlike the other, unlike most other alcohols, it will start to oxidize and you will start to notice a distinct difference in it as it ages uh, after you open it. I have any difference, honestly. Well, but it hasn't been that long, has it? December, January, February, March, it's been four months. Okay, well. I mean, to me, it's still I, I, pretty much the same. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to do a comparison, but let's just, I'm just going to use that as an excuse I mean, to finish this you know bottle what? off and get another one. That's I, what I'm going to do. Even know what, well, I'm not even going to, you're right. You are right. Yeah, I'm, why would you want to question that? Yeah, you know, I'm not questioning it. I'm just going to go for it. You know what? Cheers. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now she's drinking out of the bottle straight, people. No, I'm telling you. Right? Go, 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 go. <laughs> Mark's drinking water. I got to sip some water in between all this because oh God, I'm already apparently not having, I'm not having trouble with words. <laughs> having, I'm already having trouble here. So we're going to, we're going to roll. I feel like this is just the beginning for me. We're just getting the afternoon going. I'm about to just. <laughs> Sit down with this bottle of Chula Parada. Well, it's still early in the day, and I, I can, can tell you. Night for me tonight too. I'm gonna just go right back to my. Bring. I'm just gonna pretend I'm back in Sayulita. Love it, love it. Well, and I can guarantee you, one of these cocktails we're about to talk about here, I will be having this evening. <gasps> okay, wait, but not with that tequila, or is it with that tequila? With this tequila, but I think you and I have very strict rules. I told Mark when I got him that tequila. Absolutely, under no circumstances are you to put this in a margarita. And I was very adamant. Okay. I think you will approve. I will, I will, let me put it this way. I would like to, I will wait for your approval first. Okay. But I think I, I looked at all of these and, and we're going to talk about all these drinks and they all, uh, all these I saw looked good. Some of them we know, some of them were a little bit newer, different to me. Um, okay. But the last one that I'll bring up, was like the one drink of all these cocktails that I'm like, I would use this for that. You better have not very many ingredients. Trust me, Jen, we're going to find out. So let's start at the top. I mean, I actually didn't like list that many drinks because I think, I, I think I've been so messed like in my head because all I do is drink straight tequila now. <laughs> Why okay, put it in a I cocktail? do have my like couple go-tos and I'm very... I think I really just wanted to talk about how particular I am about my margaritas, but let's start there. Cause the margarita is the traditional. It is, yeah. I mean, the most associated with tequila over anything else. So tell us, you, talk margarita. For me, one thing I really can't stand in a margarita is sweetness. Mm. <laughs> and I will say that one of the coolest things I saw when I was in Mexico was, you know, how you can rim the glass with salt, right? They did, um, a few of the places did half salt and half, half to that tahine mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, yeah, yeah. um, and so you had like these two different types of salt, which I think is awesome. Cause that just changes the flavor profile. Like you can kind of mix it up with the, that, but fresh citrus, you have to have just fresh citrus. And if you have for me, a mixture of lime with a little orange, that orange brings the sweetness. So you don't need to add any other sweeteners to your. Well, and that makes sense because a lot of times in a margarita, I mean, it's traditionally tequila and lime. And then a lot of people will add like a Contro or um, if you want the Cadillac version, Grand Marnier, you know, yeah. Stuff like triple sec, stuff like that. So I can totally see where that orange, because all those are orange flavored liqueurs. Exactly. Yeah. So if you just add that orange to it, it will add this necessary sweetness without being overly sweet. And it just gives that brightness to it. It just, yeah, for me, it just adding, have make sure you use fresh citrus. Don't use the stuff in the jars. <laughs> it <just laughs> okay. makes the tequila so much better. Like everything's so much better. So do you have any others that you'd like to talk um, about? Well, so there's this one, it's called the Paloma. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> I know. Surprise. <laughs> um, so the Paloma is a grapefruit centered um, tequila drink, usually made with tequila and like Fresca. Which fresca. Is a grape- yeah, a grapefruit. That's an old that. school drink. <laughs> I know. Or squirt or something yes. like that. Um, yeah. 
but uh and then i use i like to add fresh grapefruit to that to it also and usually a lot of times at restaurants and i actually own these myself because i'm such a dork they have these terracotta cups glasses nice. you can use um to serve it in and they hold the um temperature of the drink and they're super cool oh my gosh i didn't think i'd ever had one of those but i just remembered when we all uh went to the that yeah. mexican place Luna. Yes. And you, you guys one. had me try one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, those, I mean, that was I feel delicious like love it because it's, it's kind of sweeter and yes, you know, <laughs> it was delicious. I yeah. remember I saw that drink. I'm like, I've never had one of those. And then yeah. I take all that back. Yep. It's so good. Okay. Go. Uh, a couple, again, these are like some basics, uh, and then we'll get to a couple of the funner ones I have down here, but your Mexican you mule. Funner? What's that? Did you just say funner? Funner. I said funner. I'm going with that. <laughs> you know, I was going to let it go, but you know, that's not me. Nope. <laughs> and, and you know what? And I appreciate that in you. <laughs> and so does everybody else who heard that and, and probably cringed a little bit and said, oh, oh, you like, oh, just say God, funner? No, no. Who gave that man a microphone? <laughs> All right, go. Okay. okay tell, um, tell us your cocktails. I've got the Mexican mule. <gasps> so... Basically, it's, you know, like your Moscow mule, only instead of uh, vodka, you put in tequila, lime juice, ginger beer. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. Uh, these, these, these next, well, at least this next one, actually, probably these next two take me back to um, my high school slash college days. You have your tequila sunrise. Oh, my God which is tequila and orange juice and apparently grenadine we never yes. really did that and yeah. actually a that's lot of times you sunrise. oh that's a sun okay there you go you know, we... otherwise it's just tequila and orange juice well that's that's what i thought it was and actually quite often for us it was um tequila and uh oh now i'm blanking on it In oh my the... god sunny d yes thank you <laughs> I'm like, what was it? It was like orange juice and <laughs> like sunny D. Something that's orange juice adjacent. <laughs> yes. And that that was our tequila sunrise is orange oh, juice and sunny so D. That is so gross. <laughs> oh, it that was so gross. It's no surprise to anybody now yeah. who likes tequila that I didn't like it right. <laughs> um, because that was it. And then, of course, your tequila and Coke, because that's just, you know, mix. It's a way to drink not great tequila, right? You put it in Coke and you just taste the Coke and, and you go from there. So that those are the awful. That sounds awful. Oh, did you never heard of that or had that? I mean, I was a bartender for a little while there. And I honestly don't know that I remember anyone ordering tequila and Coke. Yeah. That was, again, that, that takes me back to ways to drink bad tequilas really. Yeah. I think, although a good tequila sunrise, I think, um, no, no, is there, I, I'm imagining that there's got to be some potential in there I mean, sitting maybe. on a beach somewhere, but okay. So we'll pass. I don't know. Maybe and then maybe. I got three more. Do you have any others you want to cover? No. These other three are more of my funner ones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's hear them. I can't wait. You have your bloody Maria. <gasps> oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So instead of a bloody Mary, again, mm -hmm. swap out no, the vodka. I can, I can put my in head tequila. That. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Me too. That sounds delish. The Brave Bull. I know I've heard of this. Tell me more. Basically, it's your uh, Black Russian. And again, a lot of these are swap out the vodka, yeah. put in the tequila. So tequila and Kahlua. And I think they call it a Brave Bull because you got to be pretty brave to be yeah, drinking that. Sounds, that. I mean, hmm. okay. okay. All right. Now, here's the one I would like to make this evening with your permission. Okay. Lay it on me. Reposado old fashioned. I'm down with it. Right. And that yeah. I thought I'm like a really good tequila like this. Yeah. And then you just put okay, a little bit exactly. of bitter. Okay. A little bit of bitters. Ooh, maybe I'll make one of those. Yeah. A little okay, bit of bitters, you know, like... a little twist of uh, orange and, and uh, I may even skip the simple syrup or anything sweet on that one. And then the yeah. cherry and I'm just going to put oh a big God, old thing ice in there. The same thing. Yeah. See? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't crazy. Like, so I was oh looking my God. No, I I'm saw totally that. Down. I'm like, okay. I'm down. I would I'm going to do, do it too. Okay. That's, yeah. that's this evening's. Oh my God. I'm totally choice. That's a great idea. And actually I will say now that reminds me, um, one of the ways they suggest drinking mezcal is as an old fashioned. Oh, perfect. Yeah. 
because you know with mezcal really you drink it so with tequila like good tequila you know you sip it you don't really drink it with anything else with mezcal um sometimes they'll accompany it with like a side of orange like as opposed to you hear like tequila being having it with lime or something Mm -hmm. but really good sipping tequila you don't need anything with mezcal they'll pair it with like a slice of orange on the side um nice but seeing you know like that orangey flavor with that smokiness pairs well as an old-fashioned as well so anyway but oh i'm loving this idea yeah which actually and what you're saying though brings up a really good point um and probably a good place to to kind of wrap a little bit i'll see if you have any parting thoughts uh one parting thought is based on what you're just saying if you have to put salt on the hand, <laughs> lick it, and and then shoot it, and then bite in the lime first to make it work, you're not drinking the right tequila. I agree. Um, and then my parting thought would just be, again, go out and try some. Use some of the knowledge here, especially those four different types. Go with the re- reposado or anejo. Um, spend a little extra. Uh, experiment a little bit. And I think you will be surprisingly pleased. And I would also say my only other parting thought is if you're at a restaurant um, or a bar that has, it specializes in tequilas, it doesn't hurt to ask for recommendations. I I have been, you know, they usually will say, you know, like this is one of our better reposados or this is one of our better anejos, you know, and I ask, I ask for it on the rocks, like, and they give you the big ice, (laughs) you know, it just melts slowly. And, you know, it's just, it's fun to try different tequilas if you are open to it. And, you know, worst thing that happens is you're like, you know what, this isn't for me. It's always fun to try new things though. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, for more information about the unsophisticated palette, you can go to the unsophisticated palette.com. Uh, of course, rate and review if you can. Yes. You yeah. Cheers, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Drink responsibly, people. Drink responsibly. Cheers. Adios. Adios. Can I tell you what polke is? Did you look, did you see what polke was? I did. And this is actually the origins or supposedly origins of tequila. So this goes all the way back to the Aztecs. This is what yeah. they were drinking. Yeah. So no, and go, go. I'm going to say, doesn't sound good to me. <laughs> um, so it's this like milky colored kind of viscous beverage. And it has this like light foam and it's made from fermenting the sap of certain types, types of agave. To me, it sounds like snot. Like yeah, I was gonna say so, viscous should not be a word to describe anything I'm drinking. No, that I'm like yeah, I just don't want it in my in my belly or my mouth. <laughs> actually, no, actually, I'm having. Sorry, <laughs> Jen is is wanting an editing moment here. <laughs> I am wanting an editing moment so badly. So badly, I I really all of a sudden this went from rated PG to rated. PG. Only if your brain is in the gutter, though. Jen. Yeah, it is. I actually, if I said PG thirteen, it's probably rated R. Um, <laughs> definitely not PG thirteen. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's polke. Okay. That's polke. Um, so anyway, there it has to be distilled to be a mezcal. That's Got all it. I wanted to say. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs>